Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Talk That. I'm Natalie. I'm Amanda. And we are from K Junkies, which is our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, welcome back. Last time we talked about Halloween. Halloween. Which is my favorite holiday. If you listened to that episode, you would find out that is Natalie's favorite holiday. I'm sad it's over, but Thanksgiving is about food, which I also love. So, well, not too mad. <laughs> not too mad about it. I'm, I'm glad it's Halloween's over because I don't know why October is a very difficult month for me. <sighs> bueno. Yeah. Um, now moving on to this episode as we enter November. This episode's going to be kind of a more casual, I would say like table talk type episode. Like yes. we're just catching up on some K-pop news, some releases that some people wanted us to talk about or like debuts that are going to happen that people want us to talk about as well as just other topics, you know, just uh, what's going on in this K-pop world because there tends to be a lot going on in this K-pop world. Yeah, and like if you have watched our live streams before, this is basically what we would do. Like we would just kind of sit there and people would be like, what do you think about this? Or what are your thoughts on this? And we would just talk about it and just run through a bunch of different things. Yeah, kind of like a whole so, rant. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it'd be kind of cool to do episodes like this every month or so maybe. Yeah, like not focusing on just one topic, yeah. but like multiple things that are happening so that within a month. People who want to know our opinion on certain things that happen, we can talk about it here. What should we go? Should we go into like the crazy stuff or should we start it off slow with like some debuts and, and comebacks? I think we could talk about the comebacks and yeah. debuts first. Yeah. So we asked some of you guys like what exactly did you want us to talk about in this? And a lot of people mentioned SM's new girl group, Espa. Mm -hmm. And if people don't know, SM is debuting a new girl group after Red Velvet, which has been some time. And they're debuting them with a very interesting concept. So it's only four members, but technically eight members because the other four is basically avatars of the four members. So we have like Karina and then we have, I don't know how they would say it, but AE Karina, which is oh. the avatar of Karina. And a lot of people are like confused. I mean, SM has always given us confusing concepts. We had NCT. Yeah. NCT is still confusing to a lot of people. And even when EXO came out with their superpower concept, a lot of people were like a little bit turned off. I think people are just turned off now, but pretty sure when Espa does come out, people are going to be all over that. I mean, I think it's exciting because I think it's the most experimental idea they've done with a girl group. Yes. So they've done all their weird stuff with the guide groups because even when Super Junior came out, they kind of wanted to do something similar to NCT, which didn't work out. Um, but they've never really done something special with a girl group. So it's really interesting. And I think with the rise of like KDA yes. and seeing how much people enjoy that, they probably got like an idea. And this is definitely something they've been working on for a while. Oh, like, for sure. There's this... a reason why Espa has not debuted yet because they've been, this has been a rumor forever. Since 2016, 2017. So they've probably just been trying to figure out which girls they really want to debut for it, especially since it's just a four member group. They had to pick like the right girls. Not only like... that, but if you followed like the early SM rookies days, like we have when they had like Lamy and Hina and like other members, though none of those girls made it except for Ningning, which I think yeah. she was from the beginning of SM rookies. None of, the, none of those girls are here now, so they've definitely been doing this for quite some time of a lot of those girls left. Yeah, which brings me to the topic, because someone did bring up what we think about how the news of Espa came out right when uh, Irene's Irene scandal. scandal came about, and I honestly think it was very coincidental. I think it's the same thing with them. Um, I know a lot of people are comparing it to when Red Velvet came out when the FX thing happened. Um, I honestly think it's just a weird, bad coincidence. Mm, okay, Red Velvet, I do think they, they did rushed that. It? Because definitely Red Velvet was rushed because Yeti wasn't in the group yet. Maybe. And I think with Espa, you know, they were... It was rumored they were going to come out at the end of this year. Yes. Like, we knew this was going to happen. I think it was just really bad timing. <laughs> really bad coincidence. And it just happened to be at that time. Because it's not like they, they the Irene scandal happened and they were like... Espo has a avatar concept. Let's do it now. Emergency meeting. <laughs> yeah, like it's not we like they, they suddenly just dropped it. Like that's with the avatars and everything. That stuff needs that's to be prepared. Work. Yeah. And they teased it in Super M's video. Yes, they did. Which happened before the Irene scandal. So no, I do not think. We are mythbusters. It was a. <laughs> uh, <Myth -debunked. laughs> I don't think it was a cover up. I think it was just really 
coincidental and it just happened to be a maybe a good distraction anyway it kind of sucks because a lot of people are uh, with these scandals not only the irene scandal but the tonyal scandal as well um a lot of people are kind of taking it out on espa they're like oh we don't care oh, about sucks. this girl group or like give us red velvet which i feel i feel like people tend to forget red velvet is was gone anyways this year because wendy is still recovering yeah um it sucks a lot of people are kind of shoving negativity onto Espo, but I know when Espo comes out, just like when Red Velvet came out, people are going to be all mm-hmm. over them. They're going to love them. I'm personally really interested because this looks like it's going to be SM's more girl crushy hip hop, maybe like concept girl group. I don't think hip hop. I think more. Not, like, not your, not, but I'm not talking about your, like your, your stereotypical like girl crush. I think more concept. teen crush. I mean, I don't know how Probably. old they are, but uh, they're pretty the of age. Style, the style looks more like of the Teen Crush, yeah. like kind of like Itzy. Itzy. So that's the that's the visual I get. And I'm excited because judging from their teaser, like their teaser videos, um, Giselle, which is the rapper, her rapping sounds really fluid. Which no offense to SM idols, but they don't really have a strong girl rapper in that company. So I think they're finally trying to push that with this girl group, and I'm excited because it's like, all right, let's see a whole different side of SM that's not what Red Velvet and SNSD and FX have given us. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to give us that, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, because whatever SM comes out with, I'm usually I mean, on, on top SM of that. I mean, SM has always been very experimental, yeah, and, and now they're just like, maybe we should have rap, because I feel like they just never really cared to focus on it, that's why, but then, you know, we have NCT, and they're probably like, let's, let's try it with the girl group. group. And, and what's good about Espo is that they're very condensed, there's only four of them, so they can really just focus, like, those talents on maybe like one member i'm excited i'm looking forward to it i'm definitely gonna be there for it because i'm already there and i'm there for the cringy teasers that remind me of exo's teaser era i think that's why i'm like a little soft on it i'm like it reminds me of when exo was coming out that they released all these really weird teasers and it It just sounds like it it looks like it like it's It's so so, it's so sm like this is something you would only expect from sm what i signed up for so i mean you know it's it's great it's a good time so i'm excited as well moving on to another sm group there's a lot of sm on there is a lot of sm sm has got a packed end of the year it's because people are asked us for these people are like oh you guys are really sm biased no we're not sm biased per se we just really like sm groups there's nothing wrong with that yeah nothing wrong with that (laughs) um so some people are asking us also what we think about nct um they are coming out with part two soon um which we're really excited part one was great oh yeah make a wish make a wish Such one a of the best song. songs of this year. And that album was really good i liked the album because we didn't do a first listen to it but i did listen to it and i felt like it it focused a lot more on hip-hop sounds it wasn't like loud like there some of their other albums have more uh like hard hip-hop i feel like this one was a little more laid back so i really liked it what i'm excited for for this part two is that i finally get johnny and ten in a unit together and i have been waiting i have been waiting she for this since waiting. sm rookie days guys okay like i've biased both of them since sm rookies and they have they have deprived us of a unit and we all know johnny and ten love each other they're they're just they they miss each other all the time and i'm just really happy all this content's coming out i'm just really happy about it i'm just <laughs> excited to get like to see what other good songs they gave us because again i think make a wish was great and then from home was also a really nice song and i've heard some songs off the album as well and it's just good and like i feel like nct there they became million sellers with this album Woo! people are expecting expecting it to be happen again as double million sellers yeah. with part two which i think is possible so i feel like nct just, just they just keep going up from here and i'm excited because they're just such precious boys all 23 of them <laughs> so, all 23 sweats nervously all 23 of them yeah moving on to another SM. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, because this was also asked. Kai is finally coming out with the colo. Solo. The colo, as everyone <laughs> calls it on Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, what's to say? I'm, I've am i been waiting for so long. Kai has been talking about a solo album for years. Like, it's not like it just happened this year. He's been talking about it forever. Mm-hmm. And he finally is doing it. And he he's very excited, as he's mentioned, in, like, the Bubble app. And... Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm ready to buy the albums. I'm ready for this. I mean, I'm excited because you know, if you've if you followed if you actually followed EXO, you would know that Kai's improved a lot vocally. You know, he started off kind of like when it was like 
rappers kind of awkward rapper not middle. like the awkward rapper that's yeah. kind of like he was he's forced to be a rapper but you know he was there because he's a really good dancer but his vocals have improved a lot they really have and he has such a unique vocal tone that i'm just so curious what an entire mini album would sound like with kai and i'm also curious like if any of his good friends might be in the album or have produced songs for him like if there might be a yeah. ravi produced song in and they're there. saying there's like various genres in that album so i'm expecting like just different sounds i don't know but i am here for it <laughs> i am very curious i'm curious about the style the dance the they've only given the us vocals. One, one picture and yeah like, and that picture kind of creepy I'm no like, lie i'm here like what is this concept going to be i can't tell from... i look at that photo and i don't know what's happening in it. Man. it's like... scary i don't know what angle it's in i don't know where his feet or his hands are because it looks like his he it looks like he's on like a glass floor and he's touching it yeah. but it's also like he's in this weird angle and then like whatever he's wearing just looks like some scary monster i'm just like mm. I need more photos because I don't know about this one. Well, I guess we'll have to wait because it, it does come out November 30, which feels like so far from now. That's good, though, because Espa no, no, is going to come NCT, out soon. Yeah. Boa? Well, Boa's in December. Oh, is Boa in yeah, December? Yeah, it's like December November. 1st. Okay. Yeah, Boa! Oh, yeah, so I'm, I am curious about Boa because it's her 20th anniversary like album. Yeah, it's going to be a really good comeback. Super Junior is also coming back yes. as an anniversary as well. Mm -hmm. 15 years. My God. And These groups are together for so long. Is there anyone else? Well, Taman just came back. Yeah. And then... That sounds just like packed right now. Yeah, it sounds like... Here's everything. I mean, with COVID and stuff, you just kind of gotta. You gotta yeah. just keep releasing stuff because you can't go to shows. You can't have concerts. Yeah. You gotta just do music. So uh, we also got asked about Twice's Japanese new song, Better. It was okay. I I didn't mind it. I like heard it again. The first time I heard it, I was like, okay. Like I liked the pre-chorus, but I wasn't sure about the chorus. I heard it again. I'm like, okay, the chorus is not too bad. I mean, they all looked really good. I, I like Nyan's haircut. I a liked lot. the pre-chorus a lot too, but it was mostly the pre-chorus that interested I feel like me. Twice has like hit or miss Japanese yeah. songs. Like they have really good Japanese songs, and then Japanese songs were on kind of like. It's called oh. better, but it's not better than Breakthrough or Fake and True. Fake and True, but other other comebacks or debuts that are interesting you i'm i'm a little interested about the girl group stacy oh yeah because it's a, yeah black eyed pill songs first girl group. i saw both mv teasers and i'm like also and curious if you know who black eyed pill song is they've probably produced a lot of songs that you like yeah <laughs> so iconic the, yeah they're a pretty iconic uh producing team so i'm like so curious about their girl group this is random, but Yosef is talking about his next solo album. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm here for it because, like, he's not my bias in Highlight, but his solo albums are my favorite. Can we also talk about how freaking good G-Friend's comeback was? Yeah. That comeback was so good. It was. I know we have a reaction to it, so we obviously already talked about it, but I felt like they really went in this year with Apple and, and Mago. I, I, I take a whole new different G-Friend in general. Well, I mean, it kind of is because they... They're under big hit now, technically. True. So I think the moment they merged, they were like, here's a new concept for yeah, you. that one was And so I good. mean, I personally like Apple more. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think song, Apple is But superior, the but... video for Mago is just Mago's wonderful. Song, though, no, like... it is really good. But I, I really did enjoy that. I guess with, with the mention of Mago, we can go into... Something that someone asked us about is the retro and 80s trend that's happening in K-pop right now, which, of course, is also a trend over here Western, like in America. A lot of artists have been doing like 80s sounds ever since like the beginning of this year and kind of like the ending of last year. Yeah. And if we, we all know, K-pop borrows from like, yeah, whatever America's trend happens mainstream. over here, usually K-pop like grabs a hold of it, which is like. Natalie and I are like huge fans of the retro sound. Super. Especially 80s, like Super. synths and stuff. Yes. So seeing everyone kind of do it now, they've got us living, man. I ain't mad about it. I'm not it. mad about I it. Because like sometimes I don't really like the trends that are happening in K-pop too much. And then like they all kind of start sounding the same, which does scare me. 
Yeah. Because I do not want everyone to start sounding the same because, like, you can only do so much with the 86. I feel right? like, I don't know, for me, I'm just, right now I'm not tired of it because I remember when there was, like, the whole tropical house trend that I was kind of getting tired of it. I was like, all right, here we go with another, like, yeah. drop of the same caliber. This so far hasn't bothered me because I feel like groups have kind of at least made the song a little different from each other with the 80s synth sound. So I ain't too mad at it yet. I'm still living for well, it. Well, I mean, so in, in G-Friend and, like, BTS's case, they didn't really do 80s. It was more like a 70s, 70s vibe. Yeah, I don't remember TXT's song. But it was retro. It was retro, but I don't remember, like, what what era really fell under. Yeah, like. I don't remember how it sounded. Just retro. <laughs> but, uh... I guess big hits going more seventies. Everyone else is going eighties, but <laughs> I'm here for both. I yeah, I'm I'm loving it. Like that's definitely a, a trend that I live for because even with like Western artists, like you know, like The Weeknd, Dua Lipa, like the sounds that they're doing, we love. So good. I love that stuff. Or like Miley Cyrus too. Oh my God, those songs are so good. They really are. So not mad. Just, not I just really hope it doesn't start to all bleed together because yeah, yeah. the trends always do that. Yeah, for sure. But um, I'm glad that the, that the K, that K-pop finally caught up with retro because we've been here like... Well, K-pop is always somewhat yes, done retro. But like the big groups, people never like yeah. looked at it and thought, like, oh my I God, feel like retro. People, like maybe it just seems more of a thing now. I feel like people, if they look back into like Infinite, for example, who's always been known for that synth sound in general, like K-pop's always done retro more yes. ahead than maybe like america in the sense where like it's always been a thing in k-pop where in america maybe it comes back and forth but it's definitely been a bigger thing with what you said like newer groups now it's definitely yeah. been and people are like realizing what it is yeah and they're like they talk about it but back then it was like we would hear those sounds and not really talk about yeah. what it was but shout out to luna's voice because it also falls into that category and that song is a banger yes <laughs> just saying but yeah, since we're talking about trends and like things in regards to K-pop right now, we got asked about our opinion on mixed races and non-Asians in K-pop groups. Yeah, I think um, definitely with Black Swan debuting, it's got a lot of people talking about, you know, what, and not even, not only Black Swan, but like that girl group Kachi, that oh. British girl group that is also trying to break into the K-pop scene. It's definitely a touchy subject. A lot of people like get really like upset about it or they're either like on one side or the other usually people are not for it there's a difference between black swan and kachi though for sure yeah um black swan one is from a korean company it has korean members and then it has the two that are not korean um i feel like in that aspect of these if these non-korean or non-asian members go through the korean training and they're part of a korean company they're in korea learning the language like I feel like it's okay. You know, like, they can be accounted K-pop. The difference with Kachi is that they're from a British company. And it just feels like they're just trying to be like, yeah, we're K-pop. But, like, what really... Like, yes, there's things that make you K-pop. Yeah. Like, you can't just call yourself K-pop. That's exactly... So, people... Th- like, that's also a touchy subject where people are like, why do we call it K-pop when we're all just making music? Yeah. People in the actual K-pop industry say things like that, too. Like, we're, we're not just K-pop. Or like um, Teddy said that in yeah. the Blackpink documentary on Netflix. It, there is no right or wrong answer, I yeah. think. It's kind of just like your perspective your on perspective, it. Yeah. Um, I do think what makes K-pop K-pop is the industry itself, like the way they do things, the training system, the promotions. like Even the way that they make music. Yeah, I mean, things are just so much different like in how K-pop is K-pop versus like how music is wherever else and i'm sure other there's other cultures that do things differently but we obviously don't really know about that but um there's a difference between non-asians being in a korean company and training and being put into a group and debuting or being a solo versus people getting together in a whole other country and trying to sing in korean and, and being then like, calling it's like exp edition yeah i don't even know what happened to those dudes but it's like, I think the biggest thing with people is the training system. Yeah. That's that's kind of what makes K-pop K-pop is the training system. I mean, hell, that's why there's even survival shows and shows highlighting that sort of system. So when people that don't go through that system are like, we're K-pop, you know, it's kind of like, you're not really 
as as funny as it is to use this word in, in the music industry, but you're not really authentically K-pop <laughs> if you don't go through that training system. Like, there's people that train for years just to be in a Yeah, group. it's kind of like you know? belittling, like, they're bit, training. Yeah. To, like, yeah. like, these people train for years in a lot of different categories. Like, it's not just singing it's dancing it's acting it's variety interview, shows yeah, variety interview process like just how to speak in front of people like there's so much to it they even get taught modeling like yeah but you can't just like get a group of friends and be like we're k-pop we're at k-pop yeah group. like i'm all for foreigners joining k-pop groups like i have no problem with that because i think it is cool to maybe see yeah. someone that's not asian in general be in a cable group, but I feel like they have to at least go through the system. Like, go into yeah. a Korean company and actually... And I think that's why people don't have a problem with Black Swan. I mean, mind you, this is basically Ronio trying the Alex Reed thing again, but this time actually yeah. letting the foreigners be in the dance and in the song more and in the video itself, like, actually be in the group. So I actually think that's why a lot of people like them, and I, I'm actually looking forward to see if they will continue and if they will keep utilizing those members you I mean, know i'm hopefully curious hopefully because uh one of the members is on controversy right now oh that, so well, I, she's a hopefully <laughs> yeah him. yeah him, so hopefully that gets taken care of and they can continue because that kind of sucks it like, does suck um but we're just using these like these two groups as an example there's obviously a lot yeah of it's because a lot of people, people are, a lot of people are talking about these yeah. groups specifically but there's a so. lot of like groups that have been doing this for a while like chocolate which was like a yeah, long which they had time a mix. ago. You know, there's a lot of groups that have mixed members or non-Asian members. But there's not really a big group with like crazy mix of like non-Asians. I mean, not, not like, oh, not, not like, yeah, not like Japanese and, and, and Korean and Chinese. I mean, like they straight up just don't have an Asian member. I don't think there's a big group like well, that Well, I mean, yet. it's because, you know, that's just not something Korea was up for. No, of course. That's Things not what K-pop changed. was. Things yeah. have changed a lot yeah, in, the, in Korea and and. You know, they still have their own culture yeah, that course. they go by. Makes it's, sense. You can't, you can't push something. K-pop fans, like international fans, can't expect Korea to change overnight. I mean, you know, that's their own culture. Like, don't disrespect it. Not only that, either. but I think K-pop fans have such a set view of K-pop now that for some of us, it is hard to, like, change our view on it. You know what I'm saying? That's why maybe some people have a difficult time being like, well, you can't, why is there non-Asians in K-pop? Some people don't. Like, their minds just can't really grasp the fact that there could be K-pop groups with yeah. strict, like, non-Asians. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see where it goes yeah, from Like Black we Swan said, I and, think you know, uh, uh, overall, as long as they're going through the training system, like, fairly, I don't care. I think it's fair game. It's fair if you as a non-Asian or mixed... And you're learning Korean. Like, are, you're learning the learning culture. The, you're learning everything about Korea. Like, yeah. if you want to work in this industry, you need you to know live about there it. and learn. You can't just show up and think that it's going to be handed to you. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to You have. I think Alexa's a good it. example, too, because she's from she's, the States. Oh, she's mixed, yeah. She's, yeah, she is mixed. I know she's not, like... But she is from Oklahoma. And, <laughs> you know, she is over... She's living there in a Korean company, learning the language... And working her ass off. So I feel like she's a good example of someone yes. that's not. Because she's not. I know she's mixed, but she's not like those. those set, like she just has a very like well, foreign I guess feel to her. It's so. because she's more foreign. Yeah, she's. Yeah, exactly. So she's not the kind of mixed idol. It's like they're more Korean. Or yeah, like, yeah. Or whatever. So, so she's a good example, too. I think she's doing a really good job. Yeah. So someone asked us about K-pop success in America. And then who can do what BTS and Blackpink have? Like, is there going to be other groups that can achieve what BTS and Blackpink have? Um, I feel like it's possible. I feel like K-pop has evolved so much. Like, for us, it's crazy because, you know, as we mentioned, it's crazy to see how much K-pop has gone. Like, you see Dynamite still on the top 100 billboard, like Hot 100. Um, you see Blackpink charting, um, or collabing with all these iconic, like, Western artists. Um, in terms of who else could possibly be a part of that, I'm still not 100% sure. It's, I mean, I think it's going to keep going and going and going. As long as K-pop fans are becoming yeah, K-pop fans. And, yeah. Like, as long as people are becoming K-pop fans, it's just going to keep growing. And K-pop fans are going to keep streaming and things are going to be charting in America. Like, it's just going to keep happening to the point where it's going to be so normal to see foreign groups on our charts over here. Yeah. You know? But who do you think... Who do you think could achieve the same as BTS and Blackpink? NCT. So you think NCT? I, well, obviously had... that's SM's goal. 
Like, the whole point of NCT is to be a global group. Same thing with Super M. I mean, it's not like they haven't charted here. I I think NCT is a, a good example because, you know, they have members that can speak English and there's just so much variety in their group that they could, it could be any they of could their possibly, subgroups too. you think, reach. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. If you really think about it, it's not Americans that are doing this. It's K-pop fans that are getting these groups True. to this level. It's not like America suddenly a random, is random Americans are just finding these Hell K-pop yeah, groups dynamite. and just getting <laughs> I mean, them to... be, but to yeah. This, no, but it's, You're right. No, it's it not. Is, it is mostly it's international the fan bases. Fans. And the reason why BTS and Blackpink are the biggest is because they have like the biggest really fan, big bases. fan bases. They're like the two biggest groups. Yeah. So... It's all about how big the fan base is. It's not random Americans doing it. So I'm sure some ra- random Americans are like, "This song slaps." Yes, but the, it's not. It's not like they find this group <laughs> and this. they suddenly are like, "Let me stream." Like they, they probably the don't physical. know what the hell streaming is. They like, probably don't. So that's what I'm saying. You know, it's all about fan base. So if if netizens, that's what they're called, right? Netizens, whatever. NCT fans wanna try to get them to that level that's kind of on them i feel like they're going there slowly i think other groups that i feel like have or had that potential was monster x but i feel like it kind of got stagnant yeah i think they're kind of stagnant right now i think if the one ho thing wouldn't have happened they could have had a higher chance like i feel like that kind of stopped their tracks even though they were doing um those american like promotions during that i just feel like it was kind of a bump in the road, and yeah. I don't really know if people really feel that way anymore. Um, and I feel like ATs is a really good like option, but I don't know either. Honestly, <laughs> it's too for me. It's just too early to tell. I can't. I can't tell. Like people are always asking, like, who do you think is gonna do what BTS is doing? Like, who do you think is gonna get to BTS's level? Honestly. It really depends. Like, you, what are you are you comparing in terms of physical sales? Are you comparing in terms of American popularity? I can't tell right now if there's gonna be another like group like the BTS. The other thing too is that it really depends on if the company wants to do that, because the reason why, no, I mean not the only reason, but one of the reasons why BTS is where they are is because Big Hit really pushed them in America, like getting them on all, all those shows and. And just having them collab with people, but if if a Korean company has no desire yeah. to do that, it's not gonna happen. True, true. So you know, I feel like Twice is so huge around the world, but I don't think JYP cares to. I think to JYP do that is traumatized them. after Wonder Girls. <laughs> 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 he said it before. Okay, I know. I think the, he's yeah, but I feel like there's groups with potential, but not everyone really cares to go that extra mile. Like, I think if they're doing well yeah, in Korea, they're doing they, well. They're I think fine. in the end, like we should just like not even bother trying to think who's going to be the next BTS. If or it happens, it happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Right now, it's BTS and Blackpink. So I just feel like that shouldn't be a the the goal. Goal. For yeah. It should just be like you do you. Yeah, like be just individual. be successful and do your thing. Yeah, don't try to make it into the American market just because you could be natural, like Psy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like Gangnam Style. But K-pop yeah. is just so normal I now just, that yeah. it's, I guess it's just like, our take it on happen. it because it's just a lot to try to like dissect, and there's it's really hard to tell, anyways. So I will just see what happens in the years as K-pop keeps evolving. Yeah, so I guess we can move on to, like, scandals and news, I guess. Mm. I mean, this has all been kind of newsy, I guess. Let's start with something a little more simple. Jihyo and Kang Daniel breaking up. Yeah. So I felt like, I don't know, I guess I'm, I wasn't too surprised. <laughs> oh, you know, I thought about them the other day. I did think about them the other day. I was like, oh, they're still together. <laughs> I was, I was kind of sitting there like, they probably broke up and haven't told us yet. <laughs> because behold. that's usually how it is yeah. because like i mean they're two big stars busy Dan- as hell okay i know i know daniel is is popular but he's not twice popular so like twice is obviously very busy so like i'm not surprised and usually that is the excuse they give us they're both very busy which i mean i always believe it because these idols do a lot so can you imagine being in twice and trying to date someone I another Momo, idol? i don't know how Momo's doing <laughs> Because Momo's still well, maybe Momo and Heechul are just man. I really hope they don't break up. I, I that was the ship I really do like. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. A lot of though. people were really sad. They were like, "Oh no!" 
and I'm here like, guys, it's bound to happen. I feel like unless you're like an older idol, like, or you pull a chin, I guess. Um, That's not, he's an older idol. I know, but like in EXO's terms, I guess with EXO, they've been around for such a long time. Well, we don't need Jihyo and Daniel pulling a chin. I didn't didn't mean that, but I, I like when you're older, it might be a little easier to like settle down or like try to disperse your schedules. But like with TWICE, you know, especially a girl group that they don't have military enlistments to worry about. Like, I feel like a girl group can just keep kicking for so long. And twice as a group in general, they don't do as much individual activities as much as a group. So I feel like JYP is like just pushing twice as a group. They're obviously going to be busy. I mean, just having two idols date each other is very Yeah, difficult. it's a hassle. Name, name an idol couple that is still together. I can't think of one. Because a lot of these idols also marry, like, actors that yeah. they work. Like, so, Young and her boyfriend, exactly. Tang, and his wife. They'll, they'll marry either non-celebrities. Or, like, who's going to marry an They'll marry people who are maybe in the industry, but they're not idols. idols or, like, I feel actors. Like, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, actors have very long days. No, of course. But idols just do everything. <laughs> they do so I much. Feel like, no, I also feel like the acting schedule is just different from idol it, schedule, yeah, so it, it might is. be easier to, yeah. like, correlate that instead of just being, like, on music But I can't or... think of an idol couple that stayed an idol couple and they're still together, you know? Because yeah. it's like when Tiffany and Nick Kuhn were dating and then they, you know, like, that's it's almost the same uh, level of, of idleness. Yeah, so, idleness. <laughs> idleness. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised they broke up. It was a, It was an interesting couple. I was a couple Definitely. I didn't expect it was interesting, but you know, it is what it is life life goes on. I'm I sure really they do could be good friends. He Cho and Momo stay together. We'll see. Because I, I don't know because Hee is dynamic. an older idol, so yeah. maybe his schedule isn't as crazy, but again, twice is busy, so so let's talk about the Irene scandal, which okay. we kind of briefly mentioned earlier. <laughs> Definitely was a scandal that kind of blew up everywhere. Um a lot of people were talking about a lot of people had different opinions about yeah. the whole situation. Which I guess if people don't know what it is, which you should know by now, it's basically like a stylist wrote a post on Instagram basically talking about how an idol that treated them rudely, um, like berated them for apparently 20 minutes, yada yada, and then she hashtagged in a way where people were like, okay, it must be someone from Red Velvet, and then Irene and SM came out themselves saying it was Irene. And Irene wrote a apology on Instagram, and now a lot of people like want her out of Red Velvet, Red Velvet has cancelled stuff. So it is hurting Red Velvet's image. Um, my opinion on the whole scandal... I think what she did, like, she shouldn't have done. I feel like it must be hard to control yourself sometimes, especially in in that industry of, like, high pressure or whatever was happening because we don't know what the stylist did to upset Irene, if the stylist did anything at all. Who knows? Um, I think she should have not done it and she should have been careful and just try to uphold the image and maybe vent later if she was upset about something. I also don't think it warrants like a cancellation of Irene or for her to leave the group or to ruin Red Velvet's imagery. I think I think sometimes idols could have bad days and the stylist was only with her for that one day. It wasn't a stylist that she's known for years. And maybe she just unfortunately caught Irene in a bad mood. Again, I'm not excusing Irene's actions, but I don't think Irene should be like forever like just hated for this I feel like a lot of people already hate her, and that's why they're using this to fuel the fire. They're like, all right, well, I already hate her yeah. for other things. Let they're, me just... They're basically using, like, using this, her, yeah. her rusting bitch face yeah. against her, which sucks because that's it's exactly. so unfair when people have that, and they just, they're just automatically, yeah. like, I don't think Irene's a, a bad person. I just think she had a moment, which we all tend to, but since we're not idols and people have this, like, kind of impossible image of perfect idols that it kind of bit her in the ass when it came out i just hate that like something like this can just ruin her entire career and i mostly think it's because she is a woman oh for sure but other people get away with things that are like way worse but no she's got resting pitch face let's ruin her entire career the thing is with me is that there's two sides to every story Mm. we didn't get irene's side because she's an idol yeah she can't really be like this is what happened she cannot come out and tell you what actually happened we don't know if that story even is 100% true. If you've noticed with SM idols, whenever they get into any issue, whether it's their fault or not, they usually apologize. And they never tell us what actually happened. They never give their side of the story. You know, idols are not perfect. I'm very, very aware of that. But I, I feel like sometimes she gives them the benefit of the doubt. They have long days. They do so much. She could have had a bad day. That's what I... The stylist could have been having a bad day. 
We don't know who really started they this both problem. Could have had. You don't know what happened. My thing though is that no one works with someone and then goes online to tell the whole world what happened unless they have a motive to get that person in trouble. You know, you do you do you do that? Do you do that to people that you work with and you're trying to get I them in trouble that and, and hashtag things so that people find out? According to the statement of the stylist, the reason why she wrote the uh-huh. post is because she didn't want, I guess, want it to happen again to other people, like idols that, you know, they think if they're above someone so less than them. So she didn't contact her higher-ups instead. No, no, that, that I These I, things should be handled that's what privately. I'm that's what I think, too. If she had a problem with Irene, you be an adult and you pull Irene aside and you talk to her. If that doesn't work, you talk to her manager. If that doesn't work, you talk to SM's entire If that company. doesn't work, then you put her on blast. Then you can put her on blast if that don't work. You can put the whole company on blast for not doing anything. But you don't go online and make a, a post about it. Like, yeah, it to, was... to ruin someone's career on purpose... Just because they were having a bad day and they gave you slack for for whatever might have actually happened, if that really happened. You don't know. I've seen different but I don't things. Know. Obviously, there's two sides. I'm not picking sides. I just I'm trying to give a benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But it's kind of like I don't really see how that's okay to just put it online like that. I, I also just don't see how it's okay to just completely like let that ruin Red Velvet as a whole. Or Irene as an individual, like no, it's like you said, people already don't like her, so they're using this situation, no, yeah, to try to get her out. It's like if Taeyeon did something from SNSD, like she already has a lot of haters, like antis. Yeah. If she were to do any little thing, it would just erupt, and I think that's what's happening with Irene, and that's why Red Velvet is well, unfortunately in what they are now. If, if looking at SM's uh, past of dealing with certain problems, they don't tend to kick people out. Yeah, they either leave on their own accord. They go on a very long hiatus, whatever, they deal with it on their own. They keep promoting and just deal with it. I don't, I don't see Irene getting kicked no, out. No, I don't think so either. I think they're just trying to let it blow over. It does suck, though, because since Wendy's been out all year and we were hoping we'd get her Red Velvet come back in December because she'd finally be okay, I don't know if that's going to happen now because of this. I think they definitely will wait to like let it blow over and then we'll just have Red Velvet come back and then we'll just have to deal with the anti it's just anything with chen releasing like a chen single even yeah. if there's a ton of antis it's like whatever like we're dealing with it because yeah. red velvet wouldn't be red velvet with irene so moving on to another <laughs> sm scan so, ah. this past month in general has been like let's go after sm idols apparently of course so of course we had the chanyeol scandal <laughs> god now this scandal is a little bit less of like a problem like not less of a problem but i feel like it's not like irene scandal we're like okay it was confirmed it was irene yeah. like this this whole chanyeol scandal was ridiculous as an xol <laughs> it really i kind of broke my heart in a sense for channel because well when i saw it on twitter trending i was like what happened like i don't know if any of y'all just sit there and you just pray your idols don't get into anything because you don't want to like have to go through a heartache if they did do something wrong and you're like crap so i'm like what did channel do oh my god so i'm reading it and i was like what this story is so like weird it's i mean all I, over I, the place i wasn't thinking it was like completely false but i was like story's a little weird so when people started to pull out the Photoshop of the picture, <laughs> like the fact that it, clearly there wasn't a girl there, it was just Chanyo with flowers or Chanyo, whatever. I was like... That one was my favorite. Yeah, and the fact that the person took down the post, uh-huh. like, and SM recently came out being like, we hired 10 law firms to freaking mm-hmm. deal with these things. This scandal's ridiculous in general. Like the fact that there's people that believe it or like actually think Chanyo's a horrible person with no proof no but that's exactly it's the same thing with the irene scandal these people already hated chanyo probably yeah he has and they're using this situation or they hate exo in general he's horrible yeah they hate exo in general it's this scandal was hilarious because it was photos were so badly photoshopped i love the photo of him holding the girl's neck like he's strangling her I know. Who that's does that? hilarious i've been in a relationship with amanda for almost seven years and i've never, <laughs> never held my neck like that no. no you don't do that that's not how that works um they tried though i mean kudos not really it just sucks because like <laughs> yeah sm was like we don't have anything to say about it because it's a personal life of yeah Tanya. but they did where they were like yeah we're partnering with these law firms to deal with different um rumors which i'm assuming that's a part of that 
And Chanyeol hasn't really said anything about it. Like, I think, I, he's, just I, I think he's either laying low and just deciding not to talk about it, or he's probably suing. But, so notice, <laughs> you remember how I said when SMI was getting into controversies, they always make a statement. This one was so ridiculous. He was like, I'm not even going <laughs> to. And, and I think like this is the type you just kind of let blow over because people, some and people luckily, did believe it. Luckily, we did get like a tweet from Raiden, like the DJ that's really good friends with Chanyeol. And he's under like SM. He does a lot of SM stuff. Um, he at least kind of let us know that Chanyeol's fine. So I'm like, okay. Tonyo's fine. He's just kind of letting it try to blow over because it's it's that ridiculous. Yeah. So honestly, with this Tonyo scandal, like I'm over it. If Tonyo's over it, I'm hella over it, and I just don't care. Yeah. And I I know it was false. And and I mean, if you if you actually like follow SM and you don't believe things that people just write online just because they hate SM, SM has always had this email you can send like malicious stuff to, like if things happen, and they sue people all I the think time. People also- don't know that sometimes like sm has to ask the idols and if the idols don't want to sue yeah they don't that's like happened with yunho it's happened with sully where they don't want to sue the malicious rumors yeah. so people think sm's not doing it but it's more like the idols themselves also have to have an input if they want to do it or so they, we don't know or they could do it or they could do it because chanyeol has done it on his own he's yeah. sued people before on his own i'm hoping he sues this on his own so that's my take on the chanyeol scandal i just it's over it's not what it was so leave chanyeol alone. <laughs> for real it also doesn't miss the fact that it, he could have done things but i mean idols could do we don't know we don't know the anything is, these idols do it, just because there's no rumors or or confirmed things about your idols cheating on people doesn't mean it's not happening like you're innocent to proven guilty if this if this was false then it's false and so far tonyo hasn't done anything that we know of you know what i'm saying like as fans we don't and know honestly i don't want to know about yeah. his his private dating life either well, i don't want to any idol it. i don't want to know like if they do stuff on I don't want to know what they're doing. Unless it's, it's like, yeah. If their it's like private real, life. If it's something illegal, maybe we should we should know, but. Okay, if they're hurting people, yeah. yes, I would love to know so I can unstand immediately. <laughs> but if it has to do with who they're dating and who they're messing around with, I don't care. That's all on them. It's none of my business. Yeah. You know, I, I, I follow them because they're artists. The well, good thing is that once it was kind of like a thing, it seems to have kind of died down. Like no one's really talking about it too much. On Twitter, it's just anyways. a joke. Yes, yeah, it's a joke or like antis, I guess, are just... But, yeah. But oh, I know. That's, a, that's our take on the Chanyeol scandal. So the last thing on here that someone asked us was the tattoo taboo in Korea. And some examples recently are like Chaeyoung from Twice and Jungkook from BTS. I mean, as K-pop fans for quite some time, Korea's always had a thing with tattoos. If you've ever seen Jay Park perform in a music show... <laughs> He has always had to wear like these nude sleeves or like they'll blur it out. Hyodin um, has a really big tattoo on her stomach. They've blurred that they out. Put, they put, put tape. tape. Yeah. So yeah. the tattoo taboo, I mean, it sucks that tattoos are looked down. As people with tattoos ourselves, it sucks that tattoos are looked so down upon that they have to like either wear something or like hide it or blur it. It's just the culture. It's just the culture. Yeah. That's just how it is. I mean, it's it's. I don't know exactly what it is. It's probably a religious thing too. Tattoos has always been looked at as like you, like your body's a temple. Yeah, you're damaging and the you're temple. damaging, you know. And it's like you, you have a tattoo. You're, you're a thug, and you're, you're, you're bad, and you're whatever. So that's what that's how tattoos are always looked at. And that's it's not just in Korea. Tattoos no, are looked at like that here, here too. Less, you know, I guess. not as much. Like you know, people. No, because we got people, like Post Malone. People who's, like, are in the covered in the, <laughs> in the workplace with tattoos now, but people still say you're never gonna get a job I if think you got tattoos. For me, it's like the music industry is what like people maybe are like that's weird because again in America, our music industry is a lot more open and free yeah. in the sense of how how celebrities look. Like Post Malone is covered in tattoos. The majority um, of rappers well, are. The majority of hip hop stars are covered in tattoos, and they're everywhere. Like they're on TV. There's no. They don't gotta wear anything. Yeah. In Korea, it's like because there's the image that idols have to be perfect, right? Yeah. Tattoos are not seen as perfect. They're like on your skin. It's just there. So it it's yeah. like especially with girl groups, I feel like they're like oh they have to look a specific way. They have to weigh a specific way, etc. So like tattoos are just not in the ideal look for a girl group. So it sucks when people like Chaeyoung, like they get a tattoo that's probably big and then it's like you have to do any everything to cover what it up. What I do appreciate though is when the really big idols do get tattoos because I feel like they're helping kind of break, break that, that taboo. Thing. Like G-Dragon. Yeah. One of the biggest idols ever. He's got tattoos everywhere, you know? So like 
I, I appreciate that. Like, Tanya's never covered up his tattoos. I think I appreciate, especially when girl groups do it, because yeah, it since a lot of, since females in general have, like, this stigma that, like, oh, they're, like, sweet and fragile and they have to, like, follow certain order. I, I definitely also really appreciate when female idols get tattoos. Yeah. As, like, someone who's a female with tattoos, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, she doesn't care. Like, she's going to get tattoos because she wants tattoos. And I, if, I think a lot of the female idols get, like, little ones, like, on their hands. Yeah, like, Tayon, But there Tiffany. are some that have big tattoos, like Hyoden giant cross on her stomach and i'll channel or like before amber left the korean industry she had, she had tattoos yeah she's got a lot now and chaeyoung had a little had little ones but now she's got a really big one like on her shoulder deserved <laughs> and i think that's what people were talking about they put tape on it for these promotions yeah it sucks i think it is interesting that jungkook has tattoos like that's good because he's technically a big idol so you know it i feel like as long as that's the culture in korea like Things are slowly progressing in Korea, but you you, it you can't. Time. It takes yeah. time. Like, like we said, it doesn't it, it doesn't happen overnight. That's just their culture. You have to kind of respect it. Like it's different. Like if you decide to be a K-pop fan, you have to recognize that this is a whole other country, a whole other yeah, culture. Yeah, they don't have the same mentality. You that can't. We do. You have to understand that. And I think someone did bring that up too. Um, I don't remember which what what it was in regards to what we talked about, but they hate when international fans kind of like brush off these types of scandals because they don't think it's a big deal but it's a big deal in korea but it's like i understand like you know someone might get caught with marijuana and here we don't we don't care because we're like man they're stressed out they probably need yeah, it weed is weed <laughs> but it's extremely illegal in korea so i don't know better. so <laughs> if it's against the law they need to follow the law or just be very secretive about it or just don't do it <laughs> or whatever like uh, like you can do whatever you want just as long as you're being careful and you're not hurting anybody and don't get caught if it's illegal i guess in the sense of, in, in the sense of weed because yeah, i don't sense of weed. that's not like it's hurting someone weed is not a big deal to us because we're americans so. yes but it, i agree it's but like yeah, the culture difference if, if you if you decide to like something from another culture you need to respect how things are over there like don't brush it off don't act like it's not a big deal when it's being seen as a big deal unless it's like really ridiculous and you're like come on like that's yeah, just, that's just no human is, behavior but... or like you know it shouldn't be a culture thing at that point but those are very small instances it's like you should try to open your mind to to understanding other cultures and learning about them before you judge no i agree that's the thing with tattoos like it is frustrating to see that tattoos are treated in such a way but hopefully as as korea progresses and there is younger generations tattoos will be more accepted um again obviously we don't got a problem with it and i'm i'm down chang's my girl so also it, it seems like chang just doesn't care about the norm because mm -hmm. there's been instances where she's done other things without permission like cutting her hair <laughs> like cutting her hair yeah. yeah that's my girl it is what it is. Hopefully, there will be a point where tattoos don't have to be so, like, covered up. And if they, I guess if they don't mind being idols and, and covering it up and they're, like, they still like to get tattoos, then, you know. Speaking of, I just wanted to bring it up because she was in, Young was in a controversy that she was dating for tattoo artists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes into what we're talking about, kind of, because we're talking about dating. But, yeah, I mean, they, they said it wasn't true, but, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't not believe it. Wink on. <laughs> Maybe she was dating her tattoo. Who knows? <laughs> Again, dating a non-celebrity would probably be easier. So, <laughs> go twice. Just dating everyone. Woo! Apparently. That's crazy. The day. Wait, that was a dumb. I was gonna say I'm waiting for the day that Blackpink dates someone. I'm like, wait, Jenny dated guy. Natalie. <laughs> Another Blackpink member. But yeah, I think that's kind of covers uh, some recent K-pop events, and it was quite the discussion. There was a lot of. A lot of things to talk about. Um, any last minute things you want to mention? Epic High is coming back in January. Yeah! Ah, uh, yes. Epic High. Very excited. I know you are. Amanda's like the, the one Epic High stan over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I like them too. <laughs> Beckham's coming out the Japanese album in January, yeah. so I'm excited for that. They know I can't afford Japanese albums, so they're like, ha! Ha! Kai albums, but you know you can't afford these Beckham albums. I'm like, okay. Also, this is random, but I just saw today that is Lovely's six-year anniversary, and I'm like, what? Lovely is six years old? Oh my god. I forgot. I, I saw someone's fourth year anniversary the other day, and I don't remember who it was. I was shocked that Lovely's is six years old. No, it's crazy. I know. I'm, it's insane. I just, I like, it's like, yeah, just yesterday, Candy Jelly Love came out. Honestly. So I'm like, what? Man, who was it that just turned four years? Victon, right? 
Yes, Victon turned to it warriors. was Victon. That's crazy to I me. I know. Because hell? I feel like we just reacted to Victon's debut. Yeah. I know. It's crazy that these groups, like... I still get shocked that Blackpink is as old as they are now. I'm like, what the? No, man, I can't. I can't. Do I can't this with stuff. these groups. These can't groups are just it. growing so fast. You know, like, like I see, like, oh, Super Junior's been together. Yeah, but for... we haven't followed Super Junior. No, since no, no. Baby. But like when they say how old Super Junior is, I'm like, yeah, that's, that seems, makes sense. That seems right. But then you tell me Twice is like five years old or something. I don't even know how old they are. Yeah, they're five. I think. And I go, what? <laughs> You tell me Boa's been out for 20 years, and I'm like, yeah, seems about right. It's because when we got into K-pop, they were already, like, older idols. So, like, but seeing idols from debut, no, especially tri- recently to now, You know it's what like- trips me up? Knowing that Boa was only, like, 20 years old when Hurricane Venus came out. Or, like, 22 or something. That's weird. That's crazy. Because, like, yeah, Hurricane Venus was my first Boa song, and I saw her, and I thought she was way older. And then I look back, I'm like, she was younger than I am now. Like, it's just so yeah. weird. Okay. Uh... K-pop keeps going by so fast, especially with all the the newer groups that come out. Like, there's so much. I, I, I'm going to be super shocked once Luna reaches, like, four or five years. I'm going to be like, yeah. what? Because it feels like they've been out forever. Too. Well, I mean, technically, like, Heejin has been out since for, like, three years now or yeah. four, so. But it just feels, like, so long. It does feel It feels like, like Luna's been around for years. I know, because of the pre But they haven't. <laughs> oh, man. I guess that wraps up. I, I don't, we, we don't really have any last minute things to mention. Ki Kwang's coming back from the military. Schumann's coming back from the military, too. So is Minho. Hey. Hey. We'll finally get a, I hope we get a shiny comeback. Oh, we definitely must. Get a shiny we must get a shiny comb before we must. goes. So that concludes our kind of more like catching up, just chit-chatting about things that have been happening or like releases or topics that you guys want to talk about. Thank you guys for joining us. You know, make sure to follow us on our YouTube channel, K Junkies. If you don't, we put out lots of videos about lots of things. You know, make sure to follow us on our Instagram page, which is at K underscore junkies, and you can find our personal pages there too. And if you want any special benefits on our podcast or our videos, we do have a Patreon page with tiers with specific benefits. So if you want to check that out, you can go to patreon.com slash kjunkies. Make sure to, to follow our podcast, Talk That, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Put a five-star rating on there, I think, on Apple Podcasts. But you should totally do that. We got, we got lots of things to talk about about K-pop. All right, thank you guys for listening to Talk That. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.